Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast, and welcome to the final episode of season three. Don't worry, I'm going to be back soon for season four, but I just wanted to take this episode to recap some stuff that I've learned in this past, geez, I guess seven months. This has been a really long season, and I'm ready for a break. You guys are probably ready for a break from my voice, too. Uh, So yeah, I just wanted to recap some stuff, let you know about some exciting things that are coming soon in the next couple of months, and just kind of chat with you. So to kick things off, I'm going to read the iTunes review of the week. This one comes from This Creative Child, who I think, through my Googling, I think this is Melody, who actually just launched a podcast of her own. If it's not Melody, go check out her podcast anyway. It's called Earn, Save, Thrive. So... This review says, insightful and honest. Being a woman of color and launching my business has been scary. Latasha has made me feel at ease. I love listening to her stories and knowing that I'm not alone on this digital entrepreneur journey. I love her podcast, Facebook, and YouTube. She truly serves and provides honest tips and tricks you can use today. Thanks, Latasha. So thank you so much for that review. And yeah, definitely please, if you're listening over the break or if you're listening to this episode right now and you have found this podcast helpful, please go ahead and leave me a review. As you know, it helps other people find the show and choose to listen to the show. And I'll also be reading them in season four when I'm back. So let's chat a little bit about what to expect during this break and what to expect for next season. So... I am going to be, finally, I think I'm committing to this, and since I'm saying it out loud, I hope you guys will hold me accountable for it. I'm planning to actually officially rebrand kind of my brand. The Freelance Friday Podcast is still going to be called the Freelance Friday Podcast. I love that name. It's it, it makes sense for the podcast, but for everywhere else that you are finding me, you know, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, I really, really think it's important. Oh, and my website, most importantly. I think it's really important and I'm going to make it a priority to figure that out because I am getting so tired of being a journey east. Let me tell you a little story. Some of you already know this, so it'll be quick, but a journey east was a blog that I had. I started it in, geez, I think it was either high school or college. And I moved to DC from Michigan after high school. And so that was what my blog was. It was like a journey to the East Coast. Back then in what, 2009, that was the wave. Like that was the thing to do is make a blog with some, you know, artsy name. I think some people still do that. And I think it works if it truly represents their brand. But for me, I grew out of that name. And so I've just kept these handles and people will think my business is called a journey east and it's like all confusing and they're like, what does this mean? So it's time to, for me to figure it out. So I wanted to wrap up this season of the podcast before I went ahead and started changing handles and changing, you know, URLs and stuff because there might be a little bit of downtime. So probably going to give this episode like a week or so to make sure everybody listens to it. And then I am going to go in and pull the plug. <laughs> Hopefully you should still be able to get to everything from my website, I'm going to make sure I redirect a journeyeast.com 
to my new website. Hopefully it works. Hopefully I'm able to transfer it over to latashajames.com. Um, but yeah, just in case you don't find me for a little bit, that's why. You can always stay connected in my Facebook group. You could follow me on Instagram. Again, I'm going to probably try to change my Instagram handle, but you'll find me. You'll find me, hopefully. <laughs> but that's kind of one of the big things that I'm going to be working on behind the scenes for this next month or so. I just think it's really important to, you know, as I am growing my business and just doing more stuff. I've been doing a lot more speaking and a lot, you know, just a lot of different things. And I think it's really important to have a cohesive brand. So that's a big priority for me. Another thing that I'm going to be working on is a course, a highly requested course. A lot of you guys have asked me for more details, more help with Facebook ads. So I'm going to be working on that. I've actually been working on some materials already and I will be releasing a new course. I'm really hoping for the fall, but my life is really busy right now. I have been really busy with client work, so I'm really hoping for the fall stick with me and again, hold me accountable if that's something that you'll be interested in. So that should be coming very soon. And then I'm also wanting to do my first Freelance Friday in-person event. So nothing crazy. I don't even want to say event. I want to say like a small meetup type thing. I want to do some just maybe monthly or so co-working sessions just at a coffee shop. I really, my ultimate goal is to do some traveling ones where we can go to like different cities or when I travel to different cities, I can meet up, but still planning that out. So TBD, again, the Facebook group, that is going to be the best place to get, you know, first info on all of this stuff, Facebook ads, course, any potential meetups, the rebrand, everything. So be sure to join me there. Okay. So those are some things that I've been working on and that I'm going to be working on over this next month. So as far as the actual podcast itself, I'm going to take this month, August off for sure. And then I'll probably come back sometime after Labor Day. So either on the 6th or the 13th, or maybe even the 20th of September, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm going to take a good month or so break and maybe popping in and out with some mini episodes or some repurposed episodes. But for the most part, there will be no new episodes until then. So you can always catch me on my YouTube channel. You could just search my name, Latasha James on YouTube. That's going to be a great place to get more info about, you know, what's going on. And yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to be working on really. And of course, I'm going to be working on getting some guest interviews for season four. So if you know of anybody who you really want to hear from, if there are any industries that I haven't, you know, that haven't been represented yet or any types of freelancing that you haven't heard from yet on the show or that you would like to hear more of, please let me know. Again, the Facebook group is a great place to communicate with me. My Patreon, if you're a patron, patreon.com slash Latasha James, that's a great place to suggest things to me. So yeah, let me know. And I don't really ever, I've never really opened it up for self-nominations or anything like that. I try to just reach out to people kind of organically, but if you do personally feel like you'd be a good fit and you'd like to join me on the show, you can send me an email. Please, my only request is just to send me one email. That can get really overwhelming. So just send me one email to hello at a journeyist.com and understand that I might I might not be scheduling interviews for a month or two still. So don't worry if you don't hear back immediately. But yeah, if you feel like you'd be a good fit or if you know anyone who you'd like me to reach out to, please go ahead and let me know. So I've had some amazing people on the show, all 
all the duration of the entire show. But this season was really great as well. I was really proud of the people I was able to get on and just feel like I personally learned a lot. So I wanted to take a little trip down memory lane. I guess the second thing that I would say really helped with growth of my channel was when I started to build an email list. And I don't think this is talked about a ton in, it's kind of like there's like the YouTubers who have like their own industry and then the content marketers that do focus a lot on building email lists, but there's not tons of overlap. I don't mm -hmm. know if you would, maybe you would agree with that, but. Totally um, agree with you. Right? Okay. So, which is crazy <laughs> because I, if I, I don't believe in like a one trick pony of like this one thing on my channel made it grow infinitely. But if I had to attribute one thing to the, the success of my channel, I, it would be that I started an email list about a year into doing all of the content creation. So my first guest of the season was Jess Dante, the host of Love in London, and she really opened my eyes to email lists, and I'm still not exactly 100% where I need or want to be with my email list, but I've definitely been way more conscientious of the importance of an email list since talking to her. So I hope that you all took a lot of things away from that as well if you listened, and if you didn't listen, make sure to go back to that episode and check it out. You kind of touched on it in the beginning in your intro, but how I write words that influence customers to take action. And so a lot of what I do specifically work with is customers who are building their websites. These do entrepreneurs or you know, creative businesses. I help them write website copy. So a lot of the messaging that you see from the homepage, you know, the top of the fold that goes down can help them write as well email marketing campaigns. It's really just that copy, those words that are going to persuade people to take to the desired action uh, that you want. Terry Schilling was pretty new in his freelance journey, which I was really happy that I was able to chat with him and learn just about his transition into the freelance world and also about the power of copy. So I definitely, again, my eyes were open to copywriting. I never really like paid too much attention to it. I know that sounds so silly now thinking about it, but it's just one of those things that I feel like I feel like copywriting can be such a buzzword. I mean, email lists can be such a buzzword too. And I'm like, oh, whatever, you know? But talking to him really made me realize how important copywriting is. So I'm definitely using, you know, that energy while building up my new site. And I have been just for, you know, courses and things like that. It's just been really helpful messaging there. There are very, very few women of color who are making these top lists. So you would think that, okay, there's no one else like me who's doing what I want to do or what I'm doing right now. And that's the furthest from the truth. Like I said, I was really shocked that there were 18,000 aspiring newbie podcasters who had ideas to start a show in 2018 in just one application that wasn't even promoted. It was like underground blogs and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like super mainstream to hear about this opportunity. Yeah. So I think representation matters because unfortunately we're not being represented on the top lists. And if you're just looking at top lists superficially, then you're not going to hear the stories from other people in other ethnic groups. And you're gonna be missing, missing out so, so, so much. 
I talked to so many people in between, but the last episode with Danielle Desir was really inspiring to me too because she really taught me about creating a space for yourself. If it doesn't exist, if a platform doesn't exist, if a community doesn't exist, make it. Go ahead and make it happen. Be fearless. Do what you need to do. She created the group WOC Podcasters and yeah, it just really inspired me. But I would love to hear what you took away from this season. Please, you know, send me a message, tweet me, hop in the Facebook group, share on your Instagram story what your favorite episode was of the season or just a couple things that you learned. I would love to share some of those responses and just chat with you. It's always great to get that feedback. So with that said, I did learn a ton from the guests this season, but I think the most important lesson for me came from myself. If you're a new listener, you might not know this, but I started this year in a really, really tough spot. I was the lowest I've ever been in my life. I lost my dad over Christmas time, and that's a very complex situation. I actually did an interview with somebody who I met out at DC WebFest when I won this podcast's first award, which was really exciting. His name is Darwin M. Dave, and he hosts a podcast called Dealing With My Grief. And I'm going to list that in the show notes down below. If you'd like to check out the interview, I got very vulnerable and transparent, the most open I've ever been about this situation, which is very complex. So if you'd like to listen, it would really mean a lot to me just to kind of understand where I was at and where my mind was at when I started the season of the podcast and just to kind of understand me a little bit more if you're interested in that. I think it's important to be honest and vulnerable about our journeys and my, you know, your personal life affects your entrepreneur life. I always sometimes feel like, oh, I need to keep these worlds separate. Nobody cares about my personal life. But the reason I'm an entrepreneur is deep-rooted, you know, like how we were raised and what we've been through in our lives dictate our futures. So I think it was a really powerful conversation and I'm going to list it down below um, in the show notes if anyone is interested in listening. But anyway, the long story short is I lost my father very tragically in December. And so when I I launched this season of the podcast, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought about not doing it. I thought about quitting I thought about quitting everything in my life, to be honest. It was, like I said, it was the lowest I've ever been and ever felt. And so this season of the podcast really taught me how strong and capable I am. And I've always known that I'm a strong person. And part of me feels resentful about that. Like, Like part of me really hates it when people tell me I'm such a strong person because I feel like I'm often looked at as the strong person for my friends and, you know, in relationships and no one's there to really look out for me, which can be resentful, but I digress. (laughs) I've always known that, but I never really realized how strong I was and how capable I was and how important my work is to me. You know, fun fact, I actually got the call that my father had passed away while I was recording a podcast for season three of the podcast. And so, like, I kind of took that as a weird omen. I was like, maybe I just shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I need to give myself a break, whatever. And I pushed through. I have never re-recorded that episode because that's just, like, too emotional for me, I think, to try to re-record what I was trying to record when I got that call. But I did push through it. And 
I realized like that's not something that I have to force myself to do. It's something that I love to do. And that has brought me so much joy and has been such a, I don't want to say distraction because I think it's really important to feel feelings and talk about feelings and go through the grieving process fully. But it has been something that has given me a sense of pride, a sense of joy, you know, a sense of community, being able to talk to people, working for yourself, you know, can be very isolating. So even having just these interviews and like connecting with other freelancers, getting your Instagram stories every single week and messages and Facebook, like all of that stuff has just really, really helped me through. So I want to say thank you to the community, number one. And I also just, you know, we don't give ourselves a pat on the back a, a lot, very often as entrepreneurs. So I want to give myself a little pat on the back. Like it feels weird to do that, but I'm happy that I was able to kind of um, deliver what I said I was going to deliver, even though I went through something really hard. So with that said, I am ready for a break and just ready to take care of myself. And like I said, I've been so busy with client work. I need to figure some stuff out in my business. I am, you know, working on hiring some assistants and just getting some things figured out. I really, really, really have been loving coaching so much. It has been like, that's been another thing that I feel like I really owe strangely. Like I know that I've helped my coaching clients so much. I've had coaching clients leave their full-time jobs this year. I've had coaching clients hire, you know, make their first hires this year. I've had clients launch podcasts. I've had clients do so many amazing things. So I definitely understand that being a mentor has been powerful for my clients. But again, in a strange way, it's also been very powerful for me and having that human connection and like just doing good work has made me be able to push through some of the things in my personal life. So I want to say thank you to my clients too. Um, I'm going off on a tangent here. My point is I got to figure some things out in my business. Coaching has been amazing. So I definitely want to continue going in that direction and taking on more coaching clients and just, you know, uh, growing that side of my business. But with that said, client work has been really busy too. So I need to figure some things out there. So yeah, I'm going to take a break rebrand, figure out my business, do all kinds of stuff and come back with an even better season four for you guys. So last thing I wanted to cover on this episode is I asked my Facebook group actually for their answer to some questions. Like I said, I want to get some great guests on next season. I have already had great guests on the entirety of the podcast, but I wanted to make sure that even those folks who were newer to freelancing or newer to the community or, you know, haven't had a full episode of their own yet, were able to get featured. And also, I just thought that this would be fun to chat with some of the people in my Facebook group. So I asked a question. I said, send me a video answering the question, what do you wish you knew about freelancing before you started? And so I haven't watched any of these yet. And so I'm just going to respond and and play these in the order that I receive them. I have three of them. And I hope that this is interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear what you guys said. Hey, my name is Sylvia, and I'm currently working as a virtual assistant through Upwork. And I'm starting to specialize in social media because I really love to learn about it. And that's a service I want to start offering to my clients. On the side, I'm working on a mobile game called Lisbon Game. Uh, you can easily find it on Instagram if you're interested. And this weekend, I also launched an Etsy shop, an eco-friendly Etsy shop called Create a Journey, without the E on create, the last E. Um, Now, 
One thing I wish I knew before I started freelancing is that you don't really have to lower your rate just because the client says they can't afford you. If they can't afford you, that's on them, not on you. So stick to what you think you're worth and don't lower yourself just because of others. Okay, Sylvia, I love that advice. So this is something that I'm constantly trying to you know, teach people and also teach myself. I have to keep that in mind at all times. Like, do not cave. That's actually, so I'm a part of this group called Tuesdays Together. It's uh, put on by the Rising Tide Society. There's chapters all over the U.S. I'm not sure if they're international, but I know for sure they're all over the U.S. So definitely recommend those to folks if they're looking for in-person connections too. But anyway, I uh, was at a meeting last month or so and that was one of the things that we were talking about is what is one thing that we can do this year to you know or stop doing I think the question was what is one thing we can stop doing to help our businesses move forward this year and that was what I said I said I need to stop taking passion projects I need to stop you know doing basically charity work and lowering my rates because it it is a tough one because one I think that being especially in any type of service, you know, I, I do a service by doing social media for clients. I want to help. So I get excited about like certain projects or certain, certain uh, people that I want to work with. And I forget though, that like, I don't have infinite time. One thing that somebody in that group recommended to me though, they were like, you should set a budget for passion projects and for like nonprofit work and charity work and things like that. So maybe it's you do one project a year or two projects a year and that's your budget. So I thought that was a really good idea because if there are some of those lower price point clients that you really do feel called and passionate about helping, that is one way to get around that. So anyway, that's something I'm always trying to learn. And it's true, you know, it feels like, okay, this is my only opportunity sometimes. So I just need to lower my rate uh, or, you know, I need to cave under that pressure, but It's usually not the only opportunity. I think that there are times, sure, when we're struggling in life and sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But for the most part, if you want to build a long-term successful business that is going to be, you know, successful in the long term, you got to stay true to your rates. So I love that advice. Thank you so much. And I'm going to link everybody's links that they mentioned in the show notes as well. So definitely go check out Sylvia's projects that she's working on. Hey everyone, my name is Wendy Ramirez and I am the founder and creator of Lovingly Bold, which is my business, my baby, in which we focus on coaching for marketing your business and I do a little bit of social media marketing as well. The one thing that I wish that I knew before I started freelancing is taking the aspect of saying no and sometimes having to say, um, be firm with people. All right. Again, I 100% agree. Yeah, I think that this is a very important lesson for all of us and pretty much goes along with that first response. I 100% agree with you. Saying no is so important. I think also in terms of saying no, and I covered this, I believe this was on this season, was client red flags. That's another one. Uh, And it was actually, I talked about it in a couple episodes ago too, but yeah, like not just for the financial aspect, but also for the just fit, you know, the personality fit, the workload fit, the work style fit is really important too. So staying true to, you know, 
the work that you're designing for yourself and just being persistent about what you deserve and all that good stuff is a huge part of that as well. So thank you so much, Wendy, for your response. Okay, last one. Hi, Natasha. I'm Kayla Newberry. I'm the founder and designer at Oki & Co, a graphic design and digital media company in Oklahoma. Um, the one thing I really wish I would have known from the very beginning was the importance of having a website. I did not have one until I was seven years into my graphic design business. And after I had my first website, it wasn't even pretty. Um, and I'm a designer and it wasn't even pretty, but things got so much better. There was some traction that happened and um, some new opportunities presented themselves because I had a professional online presence through that website. So number one, have a website from the very beginning and keep it updated. Don't just let it go stale, buy a domain name. If you want to go as far as paying another couple bucks a month, get a professional email address, like contact at whatever your domain name is. Um, it just makes the whole process look much more appealing to your clients, um, especially when you're first starting out. So that's my advice. And also get a really good accountant because <laughs> I don't math well. And that was high on my priority list. <laughs> Have a great day. Oh my gosh, so much great advice. So yes, I, I and I talked about that at the beginning of this episode that it's really important for me to get my website correct because right now it's not making sense. So I think in addition to having a website, number one, I need to update my website. It's been a while. And also having one that, you know, people identify or associate with you is one that's not just like this random URL that people don't understand what it means and that it's hard for them to find and all that. So yes, so important. I think that having a website is really important to have just kind of a home base where you can connect your email list and post updates. And, you know, you guys know that you can always find me, even if I'm changing my Instagram handle or Twitter handle or whatever it is, you can always find me by going to latashajames.com. That's going to redirect to whatever my website is in the future or now. So having that home base is super, super important. And I also love the point that you made about the accountant too. Oh my gosh, it is, I don't math well either. So it's very important to have all your ducks in a row. And it's not even just for like the scary stuff. I think we always think of like taxes and accounting as really scary and like preventing us from getting in trouble, but it can actually also help you, you know, like it can just be a positive thing. Like a lot of times accountants will see deductions or credits or whatever that you just don't know that you would be eligible for. So having that double check and just that peace of mind to know that like you're doing things correctly and you're not just winging it makes all the difference. So I want to thank those three guests, Sylvia, Wendy, and Kaylin for sending in their responses. That was so fun. Maybe I'll do some more episodes like that in the future, but yeah, that's all. That is all that I have, I think, for season three. I'm super excited to come back in September for season four, and in the meantime, if you'd like to find me, you just type in latashajames.com and hopefully something will come up while I'm rebranding my website. My Instagram is a journey east underscore, and my Twitter is a journey east. 
You can always email me at hello at adreneast.com. That email is not going to go away regardless of what happens with my website. So that email will work and my Facebook group will be linked in the show notes. If you're interested in coaching, adreneast.com slash coaching is where you can learn more about my one-on-one coaching program. I do have a couple of spots left for these next few months. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, that coaching program is available. And like I said, I've seen some really great results with my clients. So I, I think it can be a huge push in the right direction. I wish that I would have gotten a coach sooner. To be honest with you, it just helps you speed things up and get answers to questions that would take you a really long time searching on Google for. And also having that support system, I think it's just hugely important. Having someone who truly supports you and doesn't have any ulterior motives is is truly looking at your business as their business because that's what I do. I, I look at my coaching clients as a little extension of my business in a way, obviously not to say that, you know, I'm, I'm making decisions or owning their business, but it is an extension of my business in a way because their results are my results and I want them to succeed and I care super deeply. So it's nice to have kind of a partner, a coach, that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, a slash coaching is where you can fill out that form if you're interested in that. And if you would like a taste of coaching, if you're not sure if you're ready for long-term coaching or not, my recommendation is to join my Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash Latasha James. You can join for as little as $2 a month, but the $7 tier, it gets you one 15 minute chat with me every single month. So that's a great way to just test the waters, see if we're a good fit for each other, see if you enjoy chatting with me. And it's also a great way to support this, this podcast and the YouTube channel and all of the stuff that I do. I have not taken a sponsor for this podcast yet. I haven't decided what I want to do for next season yet. If I do want to reach out to some sponsors or how I want to fund the podcast, but it is quite a time investment and quite a financial investment too. When it comes to equipment that I've had to purchase, I've upgraded my microphone twice already and I pay for subscriptions for video conferencing, for my interviews and stuff like that, website hosting, all that. So it does cost money. And I'm not getting anything in return for it besides obviously the growth of the community and the support of you guys, which does mean a lot to me. But if you are looking for a way to just, you know, give a little something to make sure that I'm able to continue putting out quality episodes, that is the easiest way to do it. You can donate, like I said, as little as $2 a month. It's just patreon.com slash Latasha James. And if you sign up for that $7 tier, you also get a free little mini coaching session with me every month too. So that's it. That's all I got. Let me know. Also, I'd love it if you guys answered the question that I asked those three folks uh, who sent in their submissions. Let me know what do you wish you knew about freelancing before you got started. And I'll see you in the next season. Thanks so much for listening.